Today's episode of Joystick and Mouse is brought to you by Secret Lab, the absolute best office and gaming chairs you could possibly hope for. I personally have a Secret Lab chair that I use every single day, and I can safely say that my back and my posture thank me for it. It's top quality engineering and design make this a must-have for any gamer out there who wants to sit comfortably and safely. You can check out the amazing lineup of high-quality gaming chairs and desks by heading over to secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Again, that's secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Crossing the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And our guest. I mean, wait, hold on. Who is this guy? What? What's up, people? Who, who is this guy? Uh, back after a, a long uh, tour away doing scholarly things, it is J-Dimes. Welcome back. What's up? Did y'all miss me? Yes. Yeah, we did. Of course yes, we, we did. did. Of course we did. We're very happy to have you. And we're happy to have you at home and those of you watching live over at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, today, we have more gaming news on the horizon. Nintendo loses its crown. Game developers are finding new, more creative ways to enhance their brand recognition. Xbox has some news about that Fable game. We've Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, no, no. No, 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 they don't. It's okay. It's a, a huge update. You know, uh, the last free one also coming out for this new for this huge Nintendo game that was that was uh, out uh, during this pandemic. Um, and we all we break it all down for you on this episode of Joystick and Mouse. And as we talked about, our dear friend J Dimes is back. Let's give him a round of applause. Everybody, calm, calm down. Settle, settle it down. Stop it. He's here. He's here to talk to us about video games and what he's been doing. Uh, Jay Dimes, give, give us the latest. Like, what's new? Oh, man. Just uh, happy to have my Mondays and my Wednesdays back. Uh, enjoyed uh, my little my class. Learned a lot. Now I've got to figure out how to put it into practice. So are, I don't are you get all, all of it. Are you all sequeled and Pythoned out now? I'm definitely sequeled out. Sequel was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Python was a pain, but I enjoyed it. So Python, uh, like, yeah. what was what was the purpose of taking those classes? Just kind of diversify the skill set. Uh, you know, you Rad. never know what you get when you got to look for the next job. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, who knows? My next job might involve analytics. I wouldn't be upset about that. You, you never know. Uh, so I, I enjoyed know. the Tableau part, and I really enjoyed the Python part. Uh, that sequel, yeah. <laughs> it is a necessary part of that equation, I think. There's there's some magic that happens in sequel that mm -hmm. guys that are really good with it. You can make a lot of money doing sequel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make a lot of money. Um, you know, uh, speaking of making a lot of money, <laughs> I I, uh, I have been uh, getting blurped out of my mind on uh on stream here lately 
and it has culminated into me hitting a milestone. And I want to share that milestone with everybody here. And when I say a lot of money, I'm saying that out of, you know, I'm just being facetious because it's Twitch and, you know, you just don't make a whole lot of money in general. Uh, but we did hit a milestone, 50 subscribers here at the channel. So that is huge. Thank you so, so much to everybody. Uh, due to that, we were able to get a plethora of new emotes. Thanks to our friend, Audi Norman who is uh he has been a guest on this show in the dad chronicle and other places he is um the host of a show called let's talk about highlander he's an artist extraordinaire and he made some fun emotes for us um here at the channel and uh and it was all due to the great patronage um from the folks who support me every uh every time i go live here so thank you very much to you all uh and it has also been due to the fun that we've been having playing games scary games live on stream here at twitch.tv slash alex albisu where uh we have been playing like one of the things that we've been playing has been phasmophobia which is you know like a regular occurrence here but heavily influenced uh, like that that has heavily influenced more of the games that we're playing here including one that i'm going to talk about later for the game review that is uh it, it's it was really fun uh, but it's been really great having more party games to bring folks into uh, to play with us here on stream. So if you want to be a part of that magic, part of that fun, the screams, the laughs, head on over to twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Hit that follow button because uh, we are doing it regularly throughout the month of October. We're playing scary games in a community fashion, uh, and it's a ton of fun. It's a lot of fun. So uh, again, head on uh, over. We're doing it throughout the entire week. If you head to incastmedianetwork.com, there's an entire calendar up at the top that you can check and see what games we're playing next. Uh, just so happens that tomorrow, Tuesday, is Phasmophobia. Good old reliable here. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know people have been looking forward to returning to that game. So again, thank you to everybody who supports. Um, it goes a long, long way. And we invest it right back into the channel. Diddy, what is new with you? Well, speaking of spending lots of money. Um, oh, you did say spending, right? Spending yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Money. Getting money. But yes. Okay. Let's talk yeah, about spending. spending. Money. Yeah. Oh, God. It, it's been in one of those months man it's just you know everything goes had to buy a new battery for the car again oh, no. again no. which, yeah. which you car just did. the little one it keep so there's a problem with the, with that car it uh if it sits too long it just drains the battery completely you need to get one of those chargers so i'm i got a charger i need to get something that i can hook it up easily mm. So just something you know that well i can stick in the grill and plug in and that kind of thing but i also went and bought a bigger battery mm. um i don't know if you guys are car guys but i bought an optima yellow top battery so it should withstand the time a bit yeah and it has some more oomph to it okay um that means nothing that, to car, me, is, that no. car is a pain in the butt i'm thinking actually we're thinking about getting an electric one they're just they plugged in all the time. And what kind of electric? A Tesla? No, 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 like a Leaf or a. Oh, okay. Or, you know, uh. And you gotta at least oh, get actually, a car you know that looks nice. Okay. Oh, so the one we actually like is the Smart. Or the Smart Car? Yeah, they're so cool. They're so little. And the Those whole thing is that we can take it. We can take it to DC and park it somewhere. You know, Those things are death. You know, my, my sister had a smart car. My parents had a smart car. Uh, they 
there were two smart cars parked in my house growing up uh and they were um a lot of fun to drive but but it, it is scary because i mean you're driving on the highway a freaking you know truck drives by you and you're like like bouncing back and forth yeah it's it's scary they're they're uh not the most reliable things either at least they weren't back in the day they they had a lot of issues but you know they're, they're mercedes they're german and you know yeah getting having a lot of issues in that regard i don't like my odds in a collision yeah i mean that's the only thing. it's it would just be for running around town i mean we take the for that it's not bad other places it's not um bad. you know it's like, like i said well, well yeah there was that and then we had a roof replaced so yes right that happened that's ugly uh back deck got replaced well the dude surface of it got deployed got replaced yeah it's been a it's been a an expensive been a month. month been a month wow well i'm sorry to hear that but shit happens shit happens yep. you'll recover it'll be fine it'll be fine yep um i will not be buying a new mac <laughs> Yeah, so those new Macs were were announced today, and the price tags are outrageous. Uh, what are they again, Jay? It's like over two grand, right? Yeah, entry level is two. Right? Entry level for the MacBook Pro the fourteen twenty five hundred dollars. The fourteen inch, and then they have a fourteen inch and a sixteen inch, and they're going to be great workhorses, like exactly what you want out of a laptop, except for the price point. But Apple can do that because they're Apple, and we're going to talk Apple. about Apple a little bit later in the in the show too yeah i mean i have an air and i love it yeah i mean that m1 chip is fantastic that uh this imac right here is a freaking workhorse dude and i do all my video editing there and podcast editing and i do all the audio editing yeah for this show on the show, yeah. on that macbook yeah i got 128 gigs of ram in this thing it's outrageous dude but they're they're great computers but they're not uh you know you're they're not, not cheap, cheap. That's Apple, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, we have some fun news topics to jump into. And again, welcome back to Jade. I am so happy to have you here. One more round of applause, everybody. Yeah, missed you, buddy. Glad you're back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Everybody calm down. Shit, God, everybody gets too crazy with the applauses. All right, anyway, we're going to jump right into the news happening right now. It's time for the news. The Nintendo Switch loses its crown as the king of consoles, but it has been a hell of a run. And should we honestly be surprised that a new console has outsold a three-year one, three-year-old one, excuse me, even if it does have a fancy new screen coming out? Uh, it's uh, it's kind of a surprise to me, by the way, that this was the winner, and let's acknowledge it. It's PlayStation 5. It ends the Switch's three-year run as best-selling console. Uh, and what, what actually surprised me, not, not to downplay the performance of a PlayStation 5 whatsoever, the fact that people are able to get a hold of them. I mean, like, I know that we all have one, right? And that's because mostly because of J-Dime's magic. But, like, September uh, 2021 uh, snaps the remarkable 33 consecutive month streak that Nintendo Switch was the market's leading platform in hardware unit sale sales, uh, which is an insane run by the way kudos to nintendo and switch um according to P uh, piscatella u.s video game hardware sales as a whole saw a 49 percent increase 
in September of 2021 relative to the previous September, with total sales for the year to date reaching 3.4 billion. It's a lot of money. You know, I would I I was almost surprised by this, but I would say over the last five to six months, there have been more instances of PlayStations being available for purchase than there have been Series X. Oh yeah, I see the PlayStations go up more often than yeah. the Xbox for sure. I'm and I'm actually trying to find an Xbox for a buddy of mine. And I, uh I've been in the store and seen a Switch. I've seen oh, a be, Switch uh, on the shelves in the Dude, store. Everywhere. I've so, never seen a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox on the shelf. I've seen an Xbox once. Really? I saw the, I've never. I showed you, I sent you a picture, remember? I think that that might have I, I wonder if that was a return. Like I wonder. <laughs> no, they had because, four or five of them. It oh, was, did they? Yeah, it was the the Series S. It was um Oh, the Series S. So not a Series S. Digital, okay. It was the digital version. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I almost Not feel the, it like was a series, it was the new series, but it was the I mean, I, version. dude, I still haven't seen those though either. So I, I almost feel like they've just decided not to put them in stores. Um, that I, they are only going to be online. I know that Target said you cannot buy a physical PlayStation 5 in the store, it's probably you safer have to buy it online. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody doesn't get jumped in the I parking know lot. that because we go to Target because you save the 5%. You save, use your red card and you basically save the sales tax in Virginia. Yeah, it's not wrong. Uh, so with the Switch losing the crown, I think it still puts it ahead of Xbox. Uh, but that could just be because Xbox and their supply and demand is an issue. But, you know, just quickly running through, like, a quick kudos to Nintendo. Like, what a run. You talk about how many, like, games have been out for the Nintendo Switch over the past three years. They have some of the best. I mean, like, you know, you think of Nintendo, it's exclusive all over the place. From the Mario franchises to Zelda to, you know, pretty much, like... You look at Super Smash Brothers and everything in there, like a lot of that, like 75% of that is exclusive stuff. Pokemon. So uh, I'm happy that Nintendo had their had their run with the Switch. I'm, I'm glad to see PlayStation stepping up and proving us wrong uh, from a performance perspective. It'll be interesting to see how long that holds with um and you know like the other thing going back to microsoft i mean if there if playstation is outperforming xbox do you guys think that that's indicative of a lot of people jumping into game pass ultimate on their pc and even like the cloud service and perhaps we're not seeing hardware or we're instead seeing hardware and not perhaps platform represented in this number Possibly, but I really think it's it has more to do with the constraint in product. Yeah, yeah, I think I, it's definitely the constraint in product, but I don't think Microsoft cares either. I don't think they're trying that hard. I would agree. To get product out as much as Sony is. I think Sony's really pushing the supply chain to try and get their their machines out because Microsoft doesn't care. 
They don't need to get them. Sony out. really needs the money. Microsoft, I yeah. don't know if yeah. they care so much. And, and but I, 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 I think Nintendo will be right back come the holiday. If this new console hits I, close to I, Christmas, I think they'll I think be right you'll back be able to time. get them, which is right, which is a big deal. Yeah. Right. I Who want Sony to win. By the way, like, like not not win in this sense of the console war thing because i think that's all bullshit anyway but like i want to see sony be successful just for the in the context of the success of those really important titles in, that they have exclusive rights over that i really like like uh like the uncharted series god of war like all those i want it to be successful in spite of itself not really embracing that cloud culture that microsoft is and that we are learning about with with nintendo you know i think that there's uh goodness still with sony and, and i'm happy to see some wins there in that regard yeah I, I mean now let's put this in perspective though i mean the playstation 2 was the top selling console for almost five years I mean, it is the it's the best selling console of all time. Which one, the PlayStation Two? Two is, yeah. Of all time, sure. of all time. I think it's. I think Sony owns the top three. Yeah, it is. You're right. PlayStation Two. I think they own the top three. Top three, and I think the Wii U or the Wii is next. All right, here. Let's let's uh, let's do a quick quiz, and folks in chat, feel free to chime in as well. Number one, it's PlayStation 2. Uh, what do you guys think number two is? I, I think Sony, 3. I think Sony owns the top three, so I think it's probably the Incorrect. Four. Probably PlayStation 4. No. No? PlayStation does not... Sony does not have the number two or number three spot. So it's probably number two, number is, two is the Wii. No, close. And this is kind of a cheat. Number two is the DS family. So all the DSs combined. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Oh, uh, well, okay, yeah, that all, makes sense. Over 154 million units sold. Um, number three is Game Boy. Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I had I, I wouldn't have. I guess. Maybe everybody, it's not surprising, but like everybody I, I, that had a wouldn't Game have Boy come to mind. DS. Yeah, I now, have three of them sitting right next to me yeah, in the I, bin. We, I got, I got them like, I got like two of them over there. Yeah, there are two of us in this house. We have four of them, right? So you know, we both have a regular one and an XL. It's just, yeah, it's. So let me ask. Okay, so Jadimes, a re a resident uh, Xbox expert, what is uh, the number one selling Xbox? Uh, console 360 oh it has to correct be at what yeah. place on the list fifth no lower Ooh. seventh lower Shit, i don't yeah, if you're throwing in nine hills yeah if nine. you're throwing in handheld what else is in front so it goes the the DS family and then the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and together. Okay. And then PlayStation 4. Okay. And then the PlayStation 1 and then the Wii and then the Switch. 
by the way, I'm bl I'm mind blown that the Wii beat this beat the Switch at this point. But uh, that's that's nuts. Um, but Again, no, no, maybe not. Maybe but not. There were people. There were people that didn't own game cold consoles normally that bought a Wii. That's true. Like my, I was gonna say that because my in laws have have a Wii. Like, um, and they oh never played the Game Boy Advance. Look at that. Yeah, and then okay, so and then after that, after the Nintendo Switch, which is number seven, PlayStation three, number eight, Xbox three sixty is at number nine. So, and Xbox One is like five more spaces down from that. So, Xbox Series X is like way down the list, bro. Where's PlayStation 3? Um, number, it's like right after the Switch. The Switch just outperformed the PlayStation 3. So that's wild. For some reason, I th always thought that the 360 outsold the PlayStation 3. Nope. That's what I thought, too. I thought it, too. But about 3 million units shy is what it comes down to. So very Yeah, I mean, I feel like we always talked like Microsoft won that generation of console wars. Yeah, um, it seems like they did, but... I don't think but they... But they didn't. They, they won... Sold uh they, they won. won hearts and minds and not numbers yeah i mean still playstation 4 outsold xbox one you know i mean no i mean that that doesn't surprise me at all um i'm a little surprised that the ps4 isn't number one i, I mean that it didn't outsell ps2 that it didn't outsell the ps2 yeah granted the ps2 is was the machine it was the sort of the first one that really gave us that super console right, right. you know the play dvds yeah it play yeah. dvds played blu-ray right no no it did not no play no, 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 no no it played yeah it played, played, DVDs. It played dvds yeah. yeah yeah interesting well uh congratulations again to sony on their uh, on their big win recently that's awesome don't go broke, Sony. Don't go broke. <laughs> keep keep putting the games up for us, guys. <laughs> hey, That's did right. you see oh. that there was a rumor that Disney might try to buy Sony? No. What? That would be great. I saw those rumors. Yeah. And I also saw them shot down. But the the, the thought is that Disney wants the rights to Sp Spider-Man yeah. back. Do it. Do yeah. it. Do it. And that they might try no. to buy Do it. Sony's well they may not try to buy Sony, Sony altogether they may not... try to buy Sony Studios Sony Studios which yeah. includes the gaming stuff right no I, mm -hmm. no uh Sony the PlayStation is is under like consumer electronics ah all right I mean either way like yeah get the rights to Spider-Man first but the thought the thought here would be I think Sony the studios makes a lot of the money that's used to float the gaming. That's a possibility. Oh. Well, I think they make their and money. So I game. wonder what the ramifications would be if that if that money was no longer coming in. And I think if that happened, Sony would have to have an agreement in place to say they can still exclusively make the game. Well, right. listen, so that that was something that came up, but they could do something like you all can make the game, but you have to make it for all platforms. 
like MLB yeah, told them with the show. That. That's one of their best exclusive titles. Listen, that's so was the show. Mm. True. It's a good not point. on the list. Not on the list this week, but there's a whole thing that's sort of about along those lines about FIFA right now. EA and FIFA fighting about the rights for the name for the soccer. Oh, I did see that. I forgot about that. Soccer game. Yeah. Well, did you EA could, not want no, no, it to be called FIFA? No, no, FIFA wants EA to pay them more money to get all the names of like the teams and use yeah. the FIFA logo and like everything in all of the advertising and like the namesake for the game and everything. So so uh FIFA is looking for more money. Man, where is FIFA, FIFA gonna go if if EA just says no? Well, I'm the sure they're that FIFA wanted a billion dollars. I for the, that's a lot of money. For the, I think for a four year deal. Listen, it a is a billion lot of dollars money, over four but they years. They might make it. That's easy. They might act. It might actually. Yeah, it might actually not be that much money. I thought it was Maybe like it was a billion dollars a year. I, I mean, think it might FIFA, have been a billion a year. I think FIFA sells more than Madden by a lot. By a lot, a lot. Isn't FIFA... FIFA soccer is the biggest selling... Yeah, like globally. Like video game, globally. And I've never owned... It is the largest game, period. I've never owned a single copy. I I owned one copy. I have last year's version. Uh, when Deanna and I first got married, I was like, this will be a great way for us to bond because she likes soccer. Football. Sorry, everybody. Uh, football. How'd that work out? Real football. I, I played it twice. Played it twice. I'm so bad at them. The, the problem is I'm just so bad at the sports games. I am too, dude. I'm really bad I'm at them. I'm just terrible. My roommate, uh, you know Ryan. Uh, yeah. Jay, Ryan. He yep. was like really, really into uh he still is into Tottenham and so I would wake up every you know Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. to him screaming at the TV because they suck and so he would and then in his spare time yeah in his spare time he would play the game and he he loves that game but uh, like I saw that and I was like oh this looks really rad like I'd want to try it and I just couldn't get into it Mario Soccer, on the other hand, that's great. FIFA sells between 18 to 24 million units a year. 18 to 20. Wow. That's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of games. I mean, they could afford, EA could afford that's a lot of games to, to, to pay. EA FIFA can, but I, I think EA is saying we can do it without you. They could make a soccer game, but they're not going to make a fucking like game that well, people connect see, with. See, this is so. There's so being the huge soccer fan that I am, there's behind the scenes stuff going on about this about FIFA's iron rule over the soccer world. Um, I'm using soccer for you guys. Sure. But, <laughs> um, there there's Europeans a lot of really upset listening to this. A lot of rumblings around the football world about about the hold that FIFA has and there was an there was an attempt about 6 months ago to start a break off league and everybody poo-pooed on it and FIFA sued the Super League and they backed off of it cuz the fans hated the idea but 
you know, there, it, this has been going on for a couple of years and there's a lot of corruption in the organization and yeah, fans just don't like it. They don't like one, one organization having all the power. Yeah. Well, so, uh, decentralized EA makes, they, they make about $1.2 billion a year in gross sales, assuming they sell 20 million copies. So I went in between in the kind of in the middle. Actually, it's not even really in the middle because it was 18 to 24. So it's a little on the low side, probably. So yeah, a billion is a lot to ask, especially if that's gross and not like net, you know, like what they're actually making. Yeah, but listen, here's the thing. I don't think they have to put a lot of money into production. They're just reskinning the same game year after year. Well, fair. Same artifacts. You know, you change some players in the database move them around change some some uh ratings but i feel like they're doing all right well but i mean you know fifa might find that the grass isn't greener elsewhere yeah true mr ron b in chat says people want to play the actual players the licensing rights are usually held by players associations NFL's case, it's the NFLPA. Without the permission of the NFLPA, there is no Tom Brady nor Aaron Rodgers in the NFL game. I assume the same with soccer and, and FIFA, but I think the Players Association can't give permission without the actual league giving permission to. I, yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of like a two-way street sort well, of situation. Well, it, it all depends on the CBA for the yeah, league. FIFA own FIFA license the rights. So players. they don't have an association like... There's ah. no players association That's in EPL okay. or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, it's also one of the reasons. Like back in the day, Jordan was not in any of the any of the basketball games because he had his own rights deal. He had his own oh, rights. Wow, good. Yeah, of course he did. Right. So he would never. He would never he license out his name or like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if they like, even in an instance where there was a players association, like you could get the players' names, but you still need the owners to get the team logos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly talk about this next uh, subject here. Free-to-play gaming companies like Roblox can monetize users in various ways. One of which is by displaying ads. However, no one really likes games uh, being interrupted by a 30 second video. Therefore, companies have uh, have to straddle a challenging line between optimizing income and keeping users happy. This was really interesting. Uh, so The Motley Fool published this article talking about how new creative uh, advertising strategies are appearing in video games. And there was a really fun uh, sort of talk on this. Uh, on this, it looked like they were recording a podcast of their own, and they talked about some of the ways that that companies are making a ton of money advertising on places like Roblox and Fortnite, in the sense of a metaverse in gaming and the online culture. They even touch on NFTs a bit. So uh, what we have here are these two guys talking about Roblox, uh, for instance, uh, or, or Fortnite is another good example where, you know, these online events. So in Fortnite, you, you would see those concerts that were happening, um, you know, in the middle of a game where somebody would be publishing a CD or, or pimping one of their, their songs or something. And you would see a giant version of them singing it in the midst of the battleground that you're, you know, fighting in. Um, 
Roblox had this whole vans like van, you know, the the skate company, the shoes, and uh, mm-hmm. that entire skate life culture. They were uh, they had an entire event, and uh, and they were doing some you know like skating stuff in Roblox, and and they were paying Roblox to be able to do that. It's a very interesting economical and advertising concept when you think about how much money. Uh, goes into the advertising costs for some of this and then some of the ways that people are making uh, even more money you know from the purchase of things like nfts and even apparel and in some cases i forgot what it was i think it was in Fortnite, uh, a a high-end um a high-end like clothing line i forgot the exact name of it but it starts with a b i think um I don't know. I live simply. Yeah, but Balenciaga, Balenciaga, right? Okay, there it is. Uh, they they had a hoodie that was like, you know, a thousand dollar hoodie, and you could get it for like six hundred or seven hundred dollars, and it was like an exclusive Fortnite hoodie. It's a fucking hoodie, and you're paying hundreds of dollars for that thing. But it's because when you would buy that, you would get exclusive, not only just the exclusive hoodie, but your character in game would get exclusive stuff as well. So they're kind of combining these offers. So it's a very interesting concept. And, and again, uh, of course, NFT is coming into play uh, where, you know, these non-fungible tokens could be represented as in-game uh, items or exclusive items that, you know, perhaps you are the only one that has that because you have that specific NFT that you've invested in or purchased or whatever. There's, um, it's a very interesting concept. So gents, what do you guys think about this concept as a whole? It reminds me of another thing that Fortnite is doing right now. There is a Batman comic that's tied into Fortnite. And every issue comes with a code for a little digital item that you get in game. But you can only get that item if you buy the comic book. And they've gone to like third and fourth prints. And it was funny when the first issue came out there were all these kids coming in and out of the comic shop, people I'd never seen before. And they're just coming in like, yo, y'all still got any of those, those Fortnites? And they Dude, sold too out. Funny. I mean, they sold out in, in, in like a heartbeat. All the issues that the shop had were gone. That's but, wild. Yeah. Diddy, so, what are your thoughts? This really isn't anything new, right? This is, we've had to advertise. First, let me say, I prefer this to an ad. Oh Any yeah, day of the week. dude. Oh, of Any course. Any day yeah. of the week, you know, put it, put the Coke cans on the side of the road in GTA. That's fine, you know. Put the Seagram's, uh, Seagram's bottles in in um, Cyberpunk. Great, love it. No, no problem with that whatsoever. Um, I prefer that to anything else. But this isn't anything new. This was in Grand Theft Auto, the original. Yeah. You know, where they placed uh, the Coke cans were on the table in. Uh, yeah. Or was it Pepsi? I don't remember. One of the. the yeah, I get the, the gist. It's. Manufacturers. You know, this stuff has been around forever. We had WoW TCGs back in. Uh, 2000. was when the card game started. Mm-hmm. And you could scratch the stupid things off. And I never did get my fucking special touch spectral tiger um you know it's this has been around forever but man i prefer this 
yeah than well and it than plays, anything else but but really where this is kind of playing a bigger role is this sense of a metaverse which i think actually warrants its own episode and i might i might suggest that depending on how the news yeah, shakes up over the course of this week let's talk about the metaverse and the future there but the sense that there is a online universe that is being created that people could spend their time in think like ready player one style um in the sense that like you know these online the uh, you could you could say like these nfts are playing a role in like what people are going to wear consume uh display as in these metaverses online that are becoming more prevalent uh so i it's a it's an interesting shift in how you know gaming and the the online presence uh, is evolving right so I, I that would be a, a good conversation maybe for next week but that uh that's immediately what kind of came to mind was like ready player one and and even this dude i saw you know seeing these people doing what they're doing with the unreal engine and like the real-time face facial like motion capture mm -hmm. stuff that they're doing with iphones and it's wild, like these online metaverses that are being created. So we will talk about that perhaps in a uh, in a different episode. Uh, but for now, I would love a real life Ready Player One. Oh, dude, I that would, would too. Be That'd be fucking yeah. great. That'd be fucking. Come back great. around that. Did you see the the Apple demonstration today about real time facial recognition? No, that was freaking cool. They were they were doing video capture, but they were doing it real time. Facial replacement. It oh, was, cool. It was wild. It was oh, like, I dig that. That was that was really impressive. So to go back to that, yes, you're seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, we will see. Diddy, uh, sorry, not Diddy, uh, J-Dimes, talk to us about this uh, Xbox debacle. Your favorite company. Ah, yes. <laughs> this past Sunday, the official Twitter account for Xbox Game Studios published, I'm sorry, Pope publishing posted a tweet which appeared to suggest fabled news was incoming we're excited to kick off something t special tomorrow it said adding just give us one more day to prepare the chickens with the chicken emoji we'd like to call it call it our fable anniversary but that name was already taken yeah, it's kind i of really wonder did somebody drop the ball or did something happen at the last minute and it whatever they wanted wasn't ready? I, I think somebody, I think whatever they were going to do wasn't ready. I think they were going to do it and and couldn't pull it off. Because sending, it I feel like sending a tweet like this is a very controlled thing. Yeah, you it, don't right? just do yeah. that. You don't just, you don't just push that button. Out. Nobody doesn't do it by accident. Somebody had to sit there and say, all right, we're getting ready to send this out, right? Yeah. Right. All right, here and, it goes. And Microsoft in the past has never been one of those companies where they where they drop the ball on messaging yeah. in this way, right? Like they don't, well, mm, I take I that back. Imagine. But do you all remember the thing with Hades? Um, oh yeah, where they, they they were like talking about it coming to Game Pass, but it wasn't like an officially announced. Wasn't that a whole thing? Right. Well, yeah. So there was this whole indie developer thing, and they were saying that the game was supposed to be a part of that, which then made it sound like it was coming to Game Pass, and they were like, "No, it's not going to be a part of this." And then 
you know, three months later, it ended up in Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I wonder if maybe that was miscommunication between two entities but within it, Microsoft. And then they said, you know what? Everybody's. I mean, it could be a similar. Maybe we can do it. It could be a similar situation where they were like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen yet. You know what I mean? Like, Fable. Yeah, that's another, yeah I was thinking that too. Like, maybe they, they you know, got on the phone and send somebody or yeah send somebody an email and said hey we're getting ready to um release this trail the new trailer and somebody said oh cool we got the tweets all ready to go and they threw them out and they were like well but not now you know in a month or so we're ready to do the new trailer yeah and it's been clear that you know like phil spencer is talking about how great the fable team is and how hard they're working so they're they they are working hard on this title we will hear more when it's time, it's a game that I'm looking forward to trying. Uh, uh, oh, so and chickens and the chicken, yeah, chickens, chickens, uh, class, classic shtick. Okay, so this is one that this is one of those games I love. Fable. It was so, never played Fable. It's fun, it dude. I never beat any of them, but they're they're so fun. They're such a fun game. It's, and talking about this is like maybe I need to go back and play Fable again. It's, it's a good. little they're they're one of those little quirky games that you know just have all the little Easter eggs in it. Right. They're just just a little weird, and you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a little Melissa weird, was a huge um, was a huge Fable fan. Oh yeah. Oh maybe yeah maybe that's right. I was trying to I was trying to make a segue by talking about speaking of a little weird, Diddy this uh this Animal Crossing thing is a little weird. You like that segue? Right. Was that good, everybody? Was that was really good? Right. No, calm okay. down! Stop it! It's all right. It's okay. Everybody, calm down. Go ahead, Diddy. Sorry. Everybody needs to calm down. You know that island you haven't looked at in over a year? Well, it might be time to fire up the old switch and stomp the cockroaches because there is a huge update for Animal Crossing coming in November. It's sort of like a list, so we'll take a look at it and let you know everything that was announced in the nintendo animal crossing event that happened this past week yeah it's a free update but there is this is a huge huge it's a big update by the way huge like, update yeah and every, I, okay so the game's what two and a half years old now yeah everybody's bitching that this is the last free update it's a good run for a game it's two and a half years old shut up <laughs> And it's all free. I mean, but people have invested a lot of time and energy into this game. I I get that. I respect it. Um, and to that we have to acknowledge like what 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 that like emotional investment is. I get it, and and there are some amazing things that were done in this game. People have done some just ridiculously creative stuff, and their islands are amazing. But this update is huge i mean there are three new areas and you know additional stuff for your own island and all kinds of things and it'll be, i think it's enough for me to maybe pick it back up and go you know i've thought about it yeah clean the cobwebs out of the house and and see what we can do yeah so let's quickly it. let's quickly look through uh some of the some of the updates you have the roost 
which uh, is a cafe run by Brewster. Um, that should be familiar if you're if you've played these. It's in before. the okay. So is it a little weird that it's in the? It's in the museum. I know it's museum? weird. I get that. Yeah, it, that that's a little weird. Like, why don't you just like build a separate thing anyway? You get boat tours, which lets you go to exclusive islands that only the captain knows about. That's pretty cool. Harv's Island Plaza. Uh, it's it, it's expanding to include new NPCs with their own services on a special plaza. So uh, you get to meet some new folks. It's pretty neat. Group stretching, you know, because you got to exercise. Which was weird, but... You know, but quirky. It, 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 it's on uh, it's on par with like everything on brand with everything that you do in Animal Crossing. So I'm not mm -hmm. surprised. You enact ordinances. Um, if you wish your island were a bit different, you can now enact an ordinance. Uh, island representatives have the power to make shops open at different times and give the island a new lease on life. So you can tell them to open earlier or. Uh, close later or like what uh, which is kind of cool if you want to visit the the shops at night or something that's kind of like a nice quality of life thing if you ask me uh upgraded home services tom nook's got more options for those who want to customize their home's exterior choose from different style houses and a wider variety of roof wall door and mailbox options you get more storage bridges and inclines new nook mile rewards including a pro decorating license custom fencing and a flash and more uh cooking which is kind of neat i like the idea of that it just kind of adds mm -hmm. to the aesthetic uh ceiling door uh, decor excuse me and accent walls you can kind of play around with uh pro camera app has gotten an update uh you can now take the camera and bring it down to eye level which is, you know, game changer. <laughs> you can even take pictures in this new perspective using the tripod camera mode. Um, lots of custom designs, new hairstyles, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, let's see. That's a that's a and you get to jam with with KK Slider, mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, giant woods. Only needing half a half a space to be able to move around stuff. Oh so yeah, that's a big quality of life. Thing, always yeah. been, always been that you had to have a full block to walk through something, and so right. now they're changing it so that you don't have to. You only need half a block, and that's really nice because there are a lot of times where like, oh, you want to throw that in the room and it wasn't enough room, and yeah. couldn't walk around to get at it, and that's a really nice one. Right, nice inclusion. It is. It is. So uh, you can take a look at that entire list there uh, in the show notes. And if you're a big fan of Animal Crossing, let us know. Joystickandmouse.gmail.com. Let us know what you're excited about. We'd love to hear it from you. Uh, gentlemen, I want to play this sound. That sound only means one thing, and that is it is time for Full Stream Ahead. Diddy, what you got? All right. This is the latest edition of Power On Newsletter. If you're not reading this newsletter, you should. Oh, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman hinted that Apple was considering, maybe, possibly, but not right now, having a cloud gaming service to piggyback on its Apple Arcade. An interesting concept, but would it fly? Would people use it? Would I use it? Probably not. But <laughs> would, would would people use it? I mean, do, do but any as of journalists, us subscribe we talk about to Apple Arcade? 
Um, I, I mean, did, I like Apple Arcade. I but... did when it was free. I, had, I took the year when it was free because I bought the Mac. But, you know, ugh, I didn't really get a whole lot out of it. Yeah. There wasn't anything that said, ooh, I got to keep this for this game. Um, Is this talking about AAA games for cloud gaming or... I think it's just more having the infrastructure there that you can leverage Apple's cloud to run games and to do more gaming and to perhaps use it as a platform to further the arcade capabilities to play AAA quality, you know, like not on a phone hardware, you know, graphics. We're talking like straight up Xbox perhaps PlayStation quality graphics over the cloud to your phone. You know what I mean? I think any of these cloud services, the more I think about it, the more I think that the one thing that it, it really enhances for you is your ability to put the game down, go somewhere else and pick it up back up on another piece of hardware. And if it's in the same ecosystem, I can see that being a, real plus for the for the service so i'm playing on my mac you know and i i get finished and i go somewhere and i have my ipad in front of me and i got 15 minutes you know i want to do something with that game i can pick it right back up right where i was yeah which would be be a nice plus i don't know if the apple one gives you enough over anything else like like jdm said unless there are some triple a titles to go with it Right. Right. Yeah. Cool, though. I, I, I like seeing you these know, people invest in this sort of infrastructure. I, think I that's can great. see it for software and not necessarily games. Like, I'm oh, working yeah, on a, yeah. I'm working on a drawing or I'm working on a project for something. And I'm on, on my MacBook and I close it down. Like and I go to my Yeah. Yeah. And I go to my iPad and I can pick it, pick it right back up where I was. That would be cool. That'd you can sort of do that with iCloud, but you know, you gotta save the file up there and and all that kind of stuff and make right. sure some other stuff is in place. But if they had, you know, an integrated cloud service, that might be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the things before I really pass judgment on this, I'd like to know what the penetration is like on Apple TVs in homes. Because if 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 they're doing if they're doing like a cloud service that's kind of similar to what Stadia is, but they can integrate it with Apple TV and that can be your console. And maybe if they cherry pick the games available and not try to like make everything available, like maybe just the big lifestyle games. So like your sports games, your FIFA's, your Madden's, your Call of Duties maybe a Borderlands. Mm -hmm. I think that could work. Yeah. Not to go too far on a tangent, but Apple TV. God, was Ted Lasso good. Man. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've put out really good content. I've been watching um, uh, Truth Be Told, which is that Octavia Spencer show. Oh, is it good? What about yeah, that? Yeah, that's really good. Have you guys watched that? Foundation? No, my dad I, is watching that. That's the one right I want to get into, and I haven't haven't gotten into it yet my dad loves it it's good i feel like it, you and my dad have similar tastes in your in your sci-fi sort of approach like you'd like that i think I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try it 
uh, that that uh, musical shmoopy shpoopy schmidt uh poop. Uh, what's it? What's it called? Yeah. Acapulco. I don't remember. Uh, you know, it's got uh Keegan Michael Key in it. Mm-hmm. I and the girl yeah, from I don't SNL. Remember. Yeah, I don't know. I, I heard it's up. good. Uh, that's fun too. I mean, I watched For All Mankind, and that was fantastic. But that was yeah. really good. It yeah, has dude, doing well. dudes in Suicide Squad in it. Nice. Yeah. Well, friends at home, let us know your thoughts on Apple entering the gaming cl- the cloud gaming ring. Cloud gaming. Mm. Joystickmouse at gmail Friends, I want to tell you about something. It a do. Oh, not that one. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> word. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. You know, he hasn't played that the whole time you were gone. He didn't play that. No, I did. Yes, I did. It'll do. It'll do. (laughs) I did. I think I did. Uh, Friends, I want to tell you guys about a game that I played. Uh, Our friend Nismaru in the community donated as part of Spooky October streams, which, again, you can join if you want to be playing these scary games with us in the community live on stream here at twitch.tv slash AlexLB. So you can check out the schedule over at incastmedianetwork.com. We played, well, actually, this was a single-player game. This game is called From the Darkness, and it was a very eerie single-player experience. And the whole thing culminates around you uh, going to your grandfather's apartment, and you uh, have to collect his belongings and, like, collect some kind of a... I don't know, like a, like a photo album and some other things. And things just start to go wrong. Uh, you start to encounter some creatures. The lights and stuff go a little crazy. Uh, every time that you kind of go into the dark, there's it feels like you're being followed or something's kind of going wrong. Uh, it, it starts to accelerate uh, quite a bit. And it's storytelling, and it is very, very uneasy. If you are a horror game fan like I am, and you like that sense of dread that you get from playing scary uh, games like this, if you're watching live on on, uh, twitch.tv slash AlexLBisu, I'm playing the replay from my time playing that, which is live on youtube.com slash AlexLBisu. Uh, you can, uh, you, you can expect a lot of jump scares, um, but also just a lot of tension, so much tension throughout the entire thing. Um, and it, overall, it was a really enjoyable experience when it worked. I will tell you that at certain moments, the game was pretty janky. You can tell this was a really like independent studio sort of a vibe there were there was probably like you know like a few people that worked on this project and it was you know really well executed in that regard but at the same time you're kind of like okay I, I shouldn't have like little movement issues there were also some situations where uh like certain interactions with certain objects wouldn't quite do what you wanted them to do uh without going too far into the story there's one part in the story where i was like wait a minute like come on like the the uh why why am i seeing this right now i feel like i should be seeing this a little bit later and so uh and i'm yeah i'm doing my best to tiptoe around some spoilers so <laughs> so uh, it's in total about an hour and a half long 
it really isn't that long of a game but it is well worth the hour and a half that you that you play it so i would highly highly recommend that if you are a fan of the horror genre and you're sitting there like wow alex i need a quick horror game to kind of uh get me through this uh th through this horror season this this scary game season pick yourself up from the darkness expect to get some some stuff you know wrong but about 90 percent of it will be right i give it a solid you know out of 10 let, let's give it a solid like seven out of 10 solid really? seven okay. out of 10 yeah from a horror cool. game perspective it is uh it is quite jarring at times and uh, you know i am a big fan by the way of like these really quick experiences and one of the things i talk about in that live stream is like how it just it did that right for me and then we actually played uh phasmophobia as a palate cleanser to get through <laughs> the <laughs> feel the feeling of tension and, and scariness that was from the darkness uh, and you can play it on Steam, by the way. That's where I got it. So, again, shout out to Nismaru. Um, awesome dude in the community who donated that game for me to play. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for uh, all the blurps to everybody who watched live and wanted to insert f scary sounds, including farts that really, uh, took you know, scared the shit out of me, literally. It was like, even like a, like a in the in my ear was, I, I was on edge. Nismaru's in chat there. Thank you, Nismaru um friends that's it that's a show why don't we go ahead and clap it out everybody watching at home over at twitch.tv slash alex albisu thank you very much for being here make sure you hit that follow button and uh don't miss a live episode which happens every monday at twitch.tv slash alex albisu at 8 30 p.m eastern uh, you can get all of our contact information as well as subscribe to the show to your favorite podcatcher by heading over to joystickandmouse.com. And if you appreciate what we're doing here in this show that we're putting together, become a patron. Help support this show directly by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash joystickandmouse. You can even get some uh, exclusive content that way. Uh, you can also get t-shirts, merch, everything else to support the show over at shop.joystickandmouse.com. Gentlemen, uh, what else? Anything else that uh, that I'm missing? Or is that it? Not for this week. All it right. was, uh, was a little bit of a slow week, but... Yeah, but it was Nintendo. still fun. It was fun, to have, uh, and it was fun to have J-Dimes back. It was great to have J-Dime. It was great to be back. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so until next time, let's go around the room and say goodbye. Uh, starting with Diddy. See you later, folks. And J-Dimes. Take it easy. And for me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. We'll see you next time. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>